Hey y'all, thanks for listening in on this next episode. I just want to give everyone a little heads up. My internet is still bad, so there's some parts that are a little choppy or maybe it doesn't make sense all the way. I'm sorry, I'm working on it. I'm going to try to find a different thing to record, but I think overall you can understand it. So enjoy. Oh God, the introduction is <sighs> Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of this podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking with my friend Joey, um, and he's going to introduce himself. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) It's my first time. Thanks for having me, Dora. Yeah. Um, My name is Joey, um, and I'm Dora's friend of how many years i think one year plus a few yeah hey um let's see what else do you want to know what else else should i say what what are you up to right now how we met at ucsd i think we met through some mutual friends and our friendship kind of developed because we went out together a lot to this event called uh or event not event it's just like a weekly uh thing at this gay club yeah uh, called welfare wednesday yeah if you yeah. if you live in san diego and don't want to pay for expensive drinks and love gays and lgbt related things there's a thing called welfare wednesday at riches at hillcrest and you can get good drinks and for like two dollars yes and you can see some cute people yes yeah so today we're going to be talking about this thing that I just learned about through Joey mm-hmm. um, called the genderbred person. And oh. it basically like defines, H- how would you describe the genderbred person? Wow. Um, well, for me, I see the genderbred person as a resource for those who are questioning or you know may um I don't know just like questioning or like may not be um like they might be curious about their sexuality um I see the gender bred person as a resource for understanding your like identity your expression or your sex and there's like actually this whole website that's dedicated to it um and it's interesting because there's four versions of the gender bred person yeah it's um, like it it just gets upgraded <laughs> i know which is pretty cool like <laughs> um, um yeah yeah that was a really um, great explanation so oh yeah thanks. yeah there's basically four components to the gender bred person and me and Joey are just going to be talking through each one and how we identify with each one and also um, some experiences that we've had just um, either coming to terms with it or, you know, like still exploring. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of exploring left to go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the first one we'll talk about that maybe I think is, uh, maybe I'll go from like, simple to a little more um yeah like a little more to it yeah let's ease them in yeah so the first one is biological sex so i think that this Mm -hmm. is um you know the the sex that you were born with um Mm -hmm. so i am female 
Yes. And... Um, yes. And the sex assigned at birth for me is male. Nice. And yes. I guess for those who, there, there are other, you know, sexes such as intersex, which is um, someone who, okay, this is going to be a really bad explanation, but basically, biologically, they are kind of like in between. And there's female self-ID and male self-ID, mm-hmm. which I am not super familiar with, but those are other um, components that could be a part of sex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for like intersex, um, I think it's like in situations where the person... From my understanding, they were born with, um, like, reproductive or um, sexual anatomy that doesn't fit the normal boxes of what it is to be either a male or female. Um, Yeah, and it doesn't, like, fit the binary ideas of those two categories. So they just click on intersex. Yeah, I actually have a friend that is um, intersex that I just found, like, they... Um, shared about it recently which was Mm -hmm. yeah really interesting and yeah and thank you for explaining I'm so glad to have you so Joey's just gonna explain everything I'm not an expert though so you gotta you gotta fact check me on this sometime yeah (laughs) I will also have the link to the gender bread person so if anyone is interested you can check it out um so the next one is um what you're attracted to Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be, um, yeah, whether you're attracted, you could be not attracted to anyone. And there's also two ways of attraction. There's romantically attracted to and sexually attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, who, wh- what would you say you're, or who would you say you're attracted to? Um, I like guys. I like man. Yeah. I like penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god, future employers don't hear me. <laughs> but yes, I like. Yeah, I've always been attracted to men. Um, like I, I guess like in terms of like expression, I've always had this feminine energy. Mm-hmm. But in terms of attraction, like sexually and romantically, it's always been with other men. Um, yeah. Are you attracted to um? You know, like more masculine men or feminine men, or just, just oh, good all question. Huh. I would say, I don't know. It depends. Like, it depends if. Oh wow! It's like people are getting to know me. On a, <laughs> yeah, I sh- I'm gonna share a lot about myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is my dating profile, y'all. <laughs> um, I guess I don't know. I think. Let's look at the data of all the men I've like hit up. Which is <laughs> no, a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I know it's not. I'm just kidding. Um, I would say I don't know. It's like a mix. Um, it just I think I look at it more of a personality rather than you know how much masculine energy you can give me. You know. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you're too masculine, I don't know. I just, I mean just give me show me what you have and I'll react to it um I don't think I have like a definitive type of whether I like feminine men or masculine men but I know like others like have their own like preferences but for me it's just 
I don't know. Show me what you got and we'll see where it goes, you know? Yeah, I like that answer. I would say, yeah, for me, it's been a, definitely a journey figuring out who, you know, like what type of people I'm romantically and sexually attracted to. Um, mm-hmm. I basically thought I was straight up until I was like, basically like 20 years old, 21 years old, mm-hmm. which is not that long ago. It's like two years ago. Um and I, yeah a lot can change in two years yeah so I'm still mm-hmm. figuring it out I would say um for uh for sure right now I'm like both romantically and sexually attracted to women and mm-hmm. I know what you mean by you know like show me what you got and I'll react because mm-hmm. yeah like I you know I think all women are beautiful and it doesn't yeah, matter but- to me that if they're masculine or feminine it's mm-hmm. it's about the energy like yeah know, how they are um yeah I think- and there's like some guys that are like i don't know like if you like some guys that like want to perpetuate their own like masculinity and like sometimes they can get overbearing you know yeah. so i don't know it just depends yeah i think what i think about too in terms of you know who like like whether I'm attracted to male or female but I think I'm attracted to just like certain energies like I'm really not Mm -hmm. into like super masculine men I Mm -hmm. thought I was growing up like I was like oh my god I want like a buff like tall strong man but now I'm just like I see that and I'm just like man that's so gross and they're probably so like Mm -hmm. you know so you're like repelled by it now (laughs) yeah honestly yeah and I think that I, I I really like, like, soft guys. Like, oh. yeah, like, really just, like, cute and, like, just very, like, caring and, like, sweet mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. So I think I'm romantically mainly attracted to women, somewhat romantically attracted in, like, soft men and sexually as well. But, yeah, okay. still just kind of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Change. So it's like a little bit of both, but more towards like women. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is okay. Cool. And I guess we could talk about yeah, gender identity, which is a little more. Um, oh, that's like fluid. Yeah. There's there's a lot that goes into gender identity, and the 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 third and fourth one is gender identity and gender expression. Mm-hmm. I don't really know which one to talk about first because I feel like they kind of intertwine. Yes. Yeah. I... Yeah. So for gender identity, I guess just for everyone to kind of uh, like, uh, like understand what's in this like, I don't know, category. It's, mm-hmm. you know, whether you, you, you identify as like, like women, woman, man, um, gender mm-hmm. queer, non-binary, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then gender expression would be, yeah, whether you express yourself more feminine or more masculine or androgynous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do you want to talk about your gender identity a little bit? And how yeah. It, yeah. Um, I think for me. As I've explored life in these measly 22, 23 years. Yeah. Um, I would say I feel like I'm more of a non-binary fluid person. Um, just because, you know, like growing up a lot, like 
I would have a lot, like, I would have a feminine voice, and then a lot of people would assume that I'm a girl, you know? And, yeah. Really? Like, yeah, it's really Wait, like, in person? Yes! Oh, my God. Or like, or, like, even on the phone, like, I would have, like, a high-pitched voice, and people listening on this podcast right now might think I'm a woman, <laughs> but, like... I'm actually a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, it's, but I feel like I'm non-binary in the sense that I have feminine qualities, like, physically and mentally, and there's some aspects of masculine energy as well, you know, Mm -hmm. both physically and mentally, Mm -hmm. so that's why I say I'm, like, a gender-fluid, gender-queer person, Mm -hmm. or gender, like, non-binary, just because, uh, like, there's some days where I feel like I'm more feminine with a t- dash of masculine. And then there's some days where I'm like, more masculine. With a <laughs> dash of feminine. <laughs> yeah. Know? So it like, I feel like I can't like commit myself to one thing, you know? Yeah. I need the both worlds. Yeah. Or best of all worlds, you know? And it's cool because in this day and age, like we, we really can just identify with however we feel and mm-hmm. just get to explore like how we want to, mm-hmm. you know, like be comfortable with ourselves, which is like really cool. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like gender expression is uh, like how you perform, you know, it's a performance. And I feel like most of the time I'm like, expressing a feminine energy through like the way I dress or like you know the way I act or like the sound of my voice and Mm -hmm. things like that and you know there's some days like where it's like yeah I want like to be like you know buff or like butch or yeah or you know just like more tough looking which is like kind of problematic when it's associated with like masculine energy but you know that's like how I associate it you know Mm mm-hmm terms of like toughness (laughs) yeah have you always been really comfortable in the way that you express yourself um kind of yeah yeah I think I've been comfortable um I think what's really interesting is the people that I'm with you know the people around me are they comfortable yeah because it's like it's one thing to hang out with friends and other people that you know they don't care. They like accept you as you and you know, you're a person in their eyes and whatever you are, it's like, you know, hey, like you're just another person, you know, you're just a friend, a buddy. And then like when it's, you know, when you're, when I'm presenting myself in like professional situations like work or, you know, dealing with strangers in like weird environments, it's like, wow like do I have to change myself and my entire thing yeah or do I just go on head first and just be just be in the sense that you know you know this is me you take it or you take it as you do with it you know yeah do you do you feel that like I don't know like for example like you're applying to a job and you have an interview Mm -hmm. do you present yourself the way that you would naturally present yourself or do you feel that you Mm -hmm. you know try to come off as a little more masculine Mm, yeah so actually I present myself as very androgynous okay yeah I think so for me whenever I wear professional clothing I actually love incorporating feminine elements Ooh. Um, yeah um 
for example, I love wearing heels to work. Oh my um, god! Oh yes. my god! I love that. Um, when I worked at um one of my when I did an internship at one of my offices, um, I was you know I just like we did a lot of community engagement. And I felt that, I don't know, at this point in my life, I was just thinking to myself, you know, just go as you are and, you know, see what happens. And I just came in with heels and, you know, flowy pants and, um, like, you know, trench coat. Um, I didn't wear makeup because I, I just didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't gravitate towards makeup. I just gravitated towards wearing um, feminine clothes. So, in this, if you would, I guess, call it cross-dressing. But I just did it. And I don't know, like, in my work, it it was just positively received. And everyone was pretty, everyone was just accepting of it, you know? Yeah. And I felt comfortable doing that because, you know, getting their energy and seeing, I guess it's like that stamp of approval, but not really. It's like, oh, I see you. Like, cool. Like, do what, do you, you know? And I'm just, yeah. in a sense, I'm just doing that for me, you know, and I guess I can come into work comfortably knowing that I'm not having to pretend to wear a suit and tie and dress shirt when that's not me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I really, that's really cool. And I really admire that because I like something that I, I've noticed like that I've always been so, I don't know. Like I thought Joey was so cool. Even from the first time that I met him, that he's always like, unapologetically like himself Mm -hmm. and just like you just you just show up and like present yourself like how you want to present yourself and like you don't give a fuck about like what people (laughs) say which is really cool yeah I mean there were definitely like in the past I was there were definitely moments where I'm like "Mm, is this is this too controversial you know yeah it's like no it's not honestly it's I like I just think of it as like you know I'm not really breaking barriers. I just think that someone's already done this and I'm just continuing it, you know? Yeah. The mindset I'm giving to myself. Yeah. 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 Like even in your first impression interviews and everything too, do you (laughs) play it safe or do you kind of, you know, like you're just like, I'm going to do this? Um, actually, no, I just go full force. Um, cause I feel like, my personality matches with the way that my like the way that I express myself through my clothes it's mostly through my clothes not really like through makeup and cosmetics and things like that it's more the fashion um and I feel that I don't know it just whenever I dress the way I dress which is um like more feminine I don't Mm -hmm. know I just feel I feel like a super person you know yeah I feel powerful and I feel confident. Wow, this sounds like a cosmetics ad. <laughs> but no, it's true. I just, I evoke confident energy. No, you do. I yeah. feel that energy. Like the nights that we go out and he's wearing these like high heeled boots and mm-hmm. like booty shorts, I think. Like you just like really rock it. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. And yes, like there will be occasions where people like will tease or you know, people will make jokes of it, but it's like, hey, I mean, it's your, it's your prerogative, like, do you, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're the one that's really enjoying yourself, like, it's like, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be their problem with the way that you dress, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, they should just worry about themselves. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and it's, it's, I don't know, I just, I feel like for me, like, exploring my expression and identity, fashion was a really big part of that. Um, I feel like with other people like me, um, I grew up watching a lot of, <laughs> I grew up a lot watching a lot of gay shit. <laughs> um, like Project Runway or, I don't know, what other gay things are there? Um I don't know, Project Runway. Let's start with that. I just, I don't know. I just gravitated towards like fashion and women wearing like really cool clothes and me thinking that, hey, I can wear that too, you know? Why yeah. am I being stuck with just pants and a shirt and a like slacks and stuff? And yeah. like in high school, I was definitely wearing that kind of stuff. But then like college was just like, I don't know. It was just full stop. Like, do you like fuck it, you know, experiment with whatever. And I felt that I was able to like accumulate more like clothing that expressed who I am and just made me feel confident and being like a proud person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, with my identity, I, I think I'm still now like I, so I, I've, I basically had like long hair mm-hmm. all through my life. It's never been shorter than my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I identified as um, like female Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say that I expressed myself during that time pretty, uh, like soft butch, which oh. is kind of like, yeah, like not super like butch, but I, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I liked wearing button ups, but then I still liked wearing like tank tops from time to time. But I think like my energy is like a little more butchy then feminine mm. I don't know I think it just depends I feel like I've been like really soft these days <laughs> what does like butch feminine what is that like like can you describe that Butch, or uh, oh yeah like so there's like a term for like soft butch where it's just you know like when you have like like I don't know like a uh a common like butch look would be like you know like a like a flannel like a button-up flannel and some like jeans and like you know like uh maybe some like it's it just kind of like how a more um like a like a man dresses like a, okay yeah mm-hmm. and then sometimes they have like short hair like basically it's a lot of women that dress like men or that that just look a little more like they present themselves more like much more masculine yeah ah okay yeah and I yeah and I think for me it's it's been really interesting because growing up I was around like really traditional Asian surroundings and all of my friends were really like all all of my close girlfriends were really feminine Mm -hmm. and I always kind of felt like a pressure to fit in with that like I feel Mm -hmm. like when I did wear button-ups I was like you know like my mom would like tease me for like looking really like gay and I was like oh my god like I don't like it was hard for me growing up because I was like scared I was like I don't want people to think that I'm gay Mm -hmm. honestly a lot like only until like late college I was you know like and even more so now like I'm taking I'm really taking pride in like my sexuality and you know like the way that I express myself Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of my comfort like my comfortability with my identity and expression would be like I shaved my head in March whoa yeah I just shaved it like literally my hair was like less than an inch 
oh my god you did a full britney spears yeah because i was just like <laughs> fuck it it's quarantine like i'm not gonna see anyone like ever again <laughs> like i was like this is the time to do it um good i saw you earlier <laughs> yeah it's it's honestly been like a blessing in disguise because it just makes me like you know like when i looked at myself in the mirror it was just like i I just feel like I, like, broke out of that just, like, really traditional, like, Asian girl look. Because mm-hmm. even... It's crazy because when I look back at those pictures now, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I just look like a like a very, like, classic Asian girl. But I didn't ever feel that way. Like, even when I had long hair or, like, whatever, I always felt, like, a little more masculine. Like, I was just like, oh, I kind of feel like a dude. <laughs> Um, but then when I shaved my head, I was like, oh, I actually feel like, you know, like, I would say that with my gender identity, I f- would say it's like female and maybe a little bit towards non-binary. I think I'm oh. still kind of like exploring mm-hmm. that too right now. Because yeah. it's it's funny because um, in July, I did an internship and I, you know, like you have to wear your mask going into work. And I was mm-hmm. like mistaken for like a guy a couple times. Um, yeah because I I also my like expression with myself I I I don't know like I just wore like a flannel and like jeans because I have to go to work so I'm like wearing like you know work-ish clothes Mm -hmm. Um, and I I honestly didn't I didn't mind being called a guy because I'm I feel really comfortable in myself that like you know I'm not offended like I'm just like oh it's cool like however they think I am like I know how I am Mm-hmm. um and yeah with like how I feel now I feel like I I'm really into like looking androgynous and it's mm-hmm. um yeah basically when I wake up I'm kind of like it's pretty cool like having like shorter hair like I feel like I can dress like a little more masculine I guess and just feel like really androgynous and then like mm-hmm. you know like feel good about myself and then other days I could just like wear a dress and just like be really feminine and like yes. still feel like really comfortable with that and Mm -hmm. yeah it's really cool like with work that you know they're really chill like they're Mm -hmm. all about like diversity and like Mm -hmm. you know all of that it was really cool but it was interesting because yeah I was when I did interviews with my short hair and they were like Mm -hmm. you know like video interviews I was just like wondering like what their impressions of me were you know like I Mm. and then I was always like scared because you know like it's it's like quote-unquote like different and Mm -hmm. I was like are they into that like Mm -hmm. like, or like sometimes people like might perceive it as oh they don't look professional yeah or like I feel like it just goes it's crazy because you think about it in all spectrums like oh are they just gonna like not really be into this or like oh are they just into it because I look different and they're trying to increase diversity like it's just like I feel like it's made me even more like just like curious about like how at least in a work setting like I'm perceived and like Mm -hmm. you know if that affects their decision at all yeah honestly like corporate world and also like gender it's just I don't know I feel like I don't know for me I just I just I don't know I want to just fuck around with it and just break those norms because I love that like growing up I always see like the businessman always wearing a suit and all that stuff and then, yeah like the woman always wearing you know like their dresses and things like that or like sometimes like the feminine like adaptation of the suit and I'm just like 
fuck that let's just you know let's change it up you know yeah yeah I respect that I feel like the only reason that I'm yeah it's funny because it's like you know like no one would say as much or notice that much if a girl was dressing more masculine like I feel like they'd just be like oh but then they wouldn't think about it but it's like a little more outstanding when a guy is dressing more feminine which is like interesting and dumb because like why like why you know yeah like the shock value is greater for the guy wanting to dress up as like a girl yeah yeah it's it's an interesting like paradox you know yeah in this essay i'll be no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and i it what's crazy too is i love that like like you know like there's like top energy and like like I feel like when I think about the way that a person expresses themselves it's just Mm -hmm. I feel like before I you know like I feel like people really correlate like oh that guy is feminine looking so he like he's gay and he's Mm -hmm. like you know like that's how he is and like they just they just assume you like they like there's a whole kind of like character to you already that they mm-hmm. know of mm-hmm. but I feel like becoming like more uh meeting so much more like so many more people in the queer community it's just like so not true you know like it's just like for like for example like with you it's like even though you're mm-hmm. just feminine and all of that it's like you're not soft like you're like top energy <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like cool Oh my god. Oh, wow, way to expose me, Dora. <laughs> yeah, but it's just cool to see like the versatility and like oh, no, it's a- everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's interesting. That's that's a really interesting take on it too, because it's you know, like if a guy acts feminine, then like yeah, in the gay right? community, like you're perceived as a bottom, you know, or if if, like, your physique is, like, really, like, lean and skinny and, like, feminine acting, then that just, like, leads yeah. to, like, people perceiving you at the bottom and stuff. And it's, like, you know, it's, like, I feel like that's our, me- yeah. our mechanism. We always need to categorize everything. Yeah. Because there's so much, like, information out there and things like that. And it just we just need to make sense of all that things. But it's, like, sometimes when we do that you know we have a lot of it definitely I mean, it lays a lot of consequences yeah, it, 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 down like, the line puts people you know? in boxes and it's mm-hmm. coming like I think in my experience I was like put in a box and I was like I just accepted mm-hmm. it growing up like I was like well you know like I, I think I, I it's funny because mm-hmm. I like think back when I was like really young I think I had a crush on like a girl and like I had like the whole like high school like Mm -hmm. I had a crush on like my best friend in high school or whatever yeah and it's funny because I was so in my box that I didn't even realize because I was like oh like she's really cool and like all of that but like but Mm -hmm. I'm like but I like I have to be with a guy you know like my mind didn't even like understand that it was a like an option to like date women (laughs) Yeah, it was like that cultural expectation that yeah. we were conditioned with. That we did were you, all conditioned with. For your like surroundings and everything, do you mm-hmm. 
think that affected you at all or you know have you always just been like you know like fuck it I'm gonna be like I feel how I feel and I'm gonna be how I want to be yeah like did my environment affect the way that I am today Um... (laughs) that's a good question (laughs) wow at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I would say it, it. I guess it did. Like the people you're around mm-hmm. with do influence the way you act. You know. Um. Yeah, I just. I guess I would say so. Yeah. Um. Just because. I think I came with a lot of. Mm-hmm. I went to school with friends that were just accepting. Um, and like even though some people were not as accepting they just yeah they acknowledge my existence which is nice you know um if we were talking about it from like a familial sense like family sense I would say no that I guess it inspired like it influenced me in like a negative way in the sense that like I don't know like yeah I just I mean I haven't came out yet you know and everyone else knows <laughs> but it's like I, I think I still have those barriers to deal with in terms of like coming into terms and of like coming out and things like that or even like that concept of coming out I just feel like I'm just here you know why do I need to yeah come out? I feel like just, now I'm already born. I mean it's, you know? it's, I feel like it's yeah like I I came out uh last June like June of 2019 kind of like publicly on facebook and stuff um mm-hmm. yeah and it was really it's funny because like oh, i have yeah. a lot of family on there but they're so straight that they just mm-hmm. i don't think that they got it because they're just like oh my god congratulations you graduated mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was like you know like that wasn't like the point of the post oh my god <laughs> and it's like i have like the rainbow over like my facebook it's just so funny like how straight some people are and they just they don't even like you know like they don't even second guess it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's interesting too because it's we always treat you know like LGBTQ as like a special Mm -hmm. like kind of like an anomaly when it's like you should just treat it as a normal part you know we're here it's like why do we need to be seen as like different when it's like yes, yeah we're different but it's like we've always been here you know <laughs> we're not we're not like a pimple that just popped up or like an alien from like outer space coming in it's like we we're on the same land same time frame you know and i don't like i guess i don't know i guess people still have mentalities where it's like you're still weird. You like you're foreign to me. This is a foreign thing. This is something I cannot do. You know, and it's like it transcends. No, you're totally I right because it. I mean, you're, like, like you're, you're right because <laughs> just... the more that I think about it too, it's just like, for example, like mm-hmm. me, me and Jerry went to UCSD, and at least for me, I basically had all straight friends until like my junior year of college, and like I had like you know like one or two queer mm-hmm. friends. But, like, by fourth year, like, I was, like, all my friends were queer. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, this is so cool. But also, it's kind of, like, these people have, like, they've always been there. And it's just, like, I feel like people just, you know, like, I think as time goes by, like, more and more people are comfortable. And they, you know, come out more. But it's just, like, there's way more queer people than, like, you would think. You Mm -hmm. know, like, I don't think that the world is, like, 
70% straight people and like 30% not straight people, you know, like that just doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, like you, I'm really grateful for university just because I feel like this was a space where I could meet yeah. more queer people or like people like us, you know, where like, you know, we're comfortable, we're getting comfortable in our own skin. And there's other people where we can share our journeys and things like that. And it's not, I don't know, it doesn't feel as isolating. Yeah. Especially since UCSD is such a big school. And, you know, there, there's going to be a higher probability that there's going to be a queer person on campus. Yeah. And it's cool because who are you? Where are you? (laughs) I feel like, at least growing up, it's hard because I have such a different view now. It's like, I have so many friends that are Asian and queer. Mm -hmm. I feel like before it was just like, like, I was like, Mm -hmm. Asians just don't, you know, like Asians aren't queer. Like, that's just not really like a, a thing. So I think like what I'm appreciative about, like, university is like, like UCSD is like 80% Asian so it's like you get to meet queer people but you also get to meet queer people that look like you and that like come from like the same background as you Mm -hmm. and so you just like have such a great sense of community Mm -hmm. yeah and also like traveling too um I'm grateful that like I have a chance to travel like during undergrad and you know, you get to expand. I got to yeah. expand my horizon of queer people, friends, and networks. So it's like, I know people in Seattle that are queer. Yeah. I know people in New York that are queer that I can hit up, you know. And it's like, wow, I'm not alone. And there's more yeah. of us out there than we think, you know. And whether they're closeted or, whether yeah. they're closeted or not, they're like there, you know. And it's just, I don't know, it's a great, it's, a, it's like, a great community to be able to find people like you you know and you don't have to feel as alone as you, like I like we don't have to feel as alone yeah as definitely we were, like, like we I think young, it's great we now young, that you know every I guess it's it's really cool because you know like every major city kind of has like a queer area and it's just like you know that when you go there mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, you're, you can just be yourself and everyone is so loving and so accepting. And so, yeah, it's just, like, it's so fun. Like, I feel like all of the mm-hmm. times we went to welfare, it's just, like, when you go out to the club in, like, a straight area, like, it fucking sucks. And, like, men are fucking just, like, hating on women all the time, <laughs> like, groping them and, like, being assholes. But I feel like when you go out to, like, a queer club, it's, like that it doesn't happen as often at least like i've never had that experience of like a guy groping me like at the club at riches or anything mm-hmm. yeah and uh, it's so interesting too because like great times like a oh, good time <laughs> um oh honestly but like I feel like more straight yeah. people actually coming into the gay clubs and I know I probably it's probably because like Johnny V's and people Dude, yeah, towards clothes, the end of the year, whatever. literally but, like, it was so fucking you know, crowded. People, yeah. And like I just like I feel like straight people coming into gay clubs, I felt like okay, honestly, I felt like I was like, why are you people here? <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? It's fine. Like if a gay person can go into like a straight club, like yeah. why can't a straight person go to like a gay club, you know? it's like 
fuck it you know it's it's a club nevertheless it's and, like, true yeah all and still it's, have like fun you know, you know like as long as they come in with like a like an open you know like a loving attitude and like they're coming there to just like enjoy the community and to mm-hmm. just enjoy their surroundings like it's like yeah like it's fun <laughs> and it's, it's so interesting too because like great times like a good time <laughs> um oh honestly but like I feel like more straight yeah. people actually coming into the gay clubs and I know I probably it's probably because like Johnny V's and people dude yeah towards those, the end of the year whatever. literally but, it was like, so fucking you know, crowded people, yeah and like I just like I feel like straight people coming into gay clubs I felt like okay honestly I felt like I was like why are you people here <laughs> but then I was like you know what it's fine like if a gay person can go into like a straight club like yeah. why can't a straight person go to like a gay club you know it's like, fuck it, you know. It's it's a club, nevertheless. It's and, like, true, we yeah. All and still it's, have like fun, you know? you know. Like as long as they come in with like a, like an open, you know, like a loving attitude, and like they're coming there to just like enjoy the community and to mm-hmm. just enjoy their surroundings. Like it's, like yeah, like it's fun. <laughs> and honestly, like as we get more, like as we're getting mm-hmm. like more deeper into like our careers and stuff. It's, like, social life is, like, minimizing. And, you know, like, whether you're straight or queer, like, it happens to everyone, you know? Where it's, like, your social circle is getting smaller and smaller. And it's, like, there's, like, these places, these clubs and, you know, areas where it's, like, you can expand your circle. But, like, now it's, like, yeah. no, it's it's minimizing. Yeah. It's, like, sad, I think it's, you know? Yeah. I feel really fortunate, at least, like, my team is, uh, at least for, like, my work, it's... I, I, I feel like I, I worked in more conservative fields or like sectors before. So I feel like during mm-hmm. this pandemic time, it would have just sucked because I would have been <laughs> around just people who don't just pay attention to LGBTQ stuff at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel like working at the company that I do, it's so diverse mm-hmm. and like open. Like I feel like this pandemic time is like mm-hmm. really made me like appreciate certain work environments and like prioritize it too like it's like i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna work at a place where it Mm -hmm. compromises like how i express myself or like you know anything like that and you still get paid (laughs) i get paid to like look how i want to (laughs) look thanks joey for uh talking with me and um yeah, just like talking a little more in depth about the genderbred person. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a really good experience. And um, I hope that it's a good introduction for some people that are questioning with their sexuality or identity. Um, and yeah, could be just used as a good resource. Yeah, and I hope that this allows people to relate and that, you know, you're not alone. You're, there's other people out there just like yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks, Joey. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Bye.